We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are off the rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails. A podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, sounded like a, a plane landing right there uh it's we're back we're back doug for i don't i don't even call i don't i don't even know the last time we we did this but we're back it's good to be back douglas we are back indeed we have not recorded podcast since september the 30th wow. 2021 so and before that it was like may did we only do one since the since the, the other break? I think I think maybe two. I think we did a a, a, a greeting like we're back, and then we got Shilky on with the uh, Dead or Alive uh, pod, and then I think that was it. I think I think two episodes before we went on another break. No, you're you're completely totally wrong. We Am did I? one July twenty seventh, so we May sixteenth before the wedding show. Okay. Took almost a two month a two month break, July twenty seventh, August seventh, August eighteenth, August twenty fifth, November first, or excuse me, September, September first, September nine, September thirtieth. Oh wow, okay. So we, we got a full seven in. Okay. Well yeah, I am way off then. That's my bad. Way off. Way off. Well when did you say the last one was? September thirtieth? September thirtieth, two thousand and twenty one, year of our Lord. Wow. Well, I'm happy to be back. What are we doing tonight? Well, let's explain why. I, I would like to give a little bit of an explanation why uh, we've been gone since September the 30th. It's not because of, of I don't know, lack of wanting to do the pod. Uh, my mother ended up in the hospital for 25 days. Um, so that was a very tumultuous time where podcasting was not on the forefront of my memory, on my mind. Um, so that's my excuse for not podcasting. Um, and you had the new job, you've got the new schedule. Um, you've had uh, issues with, uh, the little one wanting to sleep at night. So we've had some minor, we had some minor hiccups after September 30th that have prevented us from doing the podcast, but we're back. Mom's home. Mom's good. Go ahead. Uh, it's possible that you just talked for 90 seconds. If you did, I have no idea what you said. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I hope this is no indication of, of how things are going to go this evening. I simply was explaining why we've been MIA since September the 30th. Oh, I haven't. Well, my mother was in the hospital uh, shortly after September 30th for 25 days. During that 25-day period, I did not have any desire to do any podcast. I was spending eight to ten hours at the hospital, um, six to seven days a week. 
Uh, so it did not lend to a, uh, a moment in time where I decided I wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then I mentioned that you had the new job and you've got a new work schedule and you've got a child that didn't want to sleep during the time we were supposed to be podcasting. Yeah. So we just had mainly my mom being in the hospital prevented me from podcasting, but I'll give you a little bit of a little bit of it was you not much though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's been rough. Uh, Shoki and I over there on no judgments here, we, we've had a very difficult time uh, getting a schedule together. So uh, yeah, definitely a little bit of me, but I, I certainly understand uh, the struggles and the obstacles that you had in your time as frame as well. Glad you got to the other side of that. Absolutely. I was just saying that my mother is uh, home and doing very well. Um, so we are back on the grind, ready to do the podcast again. I believe no judgments here. You guys have only had like two podcasts since September 30th. Uh, we've done better than that, but it, it has been sporadic. That is correct. Well, we're back, and that is what's important. We're back and ready to go. Ready to be consistent? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. probably, that's probably biting off a little more than we could chew. Yeah. Consistent, I don't think, is one of our trademarks. I don't think so. No. No, I, I believe consistency is something that we tried to preach early on and that we wanted to be consistent, but I think we've proven that consistency is definitely not a no, strong suit. Not a strong suit. And, that's, and you know what? Unfortunately, it's consistency is what builds a strong podcast. It's what builds a strong audience. Yeah. It's yeah. the foundation mm-hmm. to a quality and successful podcast. I agree. That our, our audience needs to be able to trust uh, that every single week they know that they can tune in the same day, the same time into our podcast and we just aren't providing that. What we're doing, Doug, we're being consistently inconsistent. So, so yeah, we do have some consistency then. Yes, yes. Our consistency is our inconsistency. I can't even do it. It's, it's too hard. It's too hard for me to say, Doug. Well, what have you got? Uh, what do you got to talk about? Uh, I'm sure you've probably just got an abundance of stuff that you wanted to talk about that you've just been sitting on since September, um, October. That you just has probably just been burning a flight and a fire inside of you that you just <laughs> want to get out and share with everybody and have an open discussion and just really, really want to go ahead. What if you go, what do you got? I'm sure you probably got notes that are just pages long that you just. Hey Doug, today at work, I was, I was using the bathroom. I was using the urinal. I was, I was uh, doing the number one and my wedding ring fell off into the urinal and went down the toilet. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone forever. <sighs> It's gone forever from a urinal? It went into the the sinkhole, the pee hole. Yeah, it's definitely not a sinkhole. See, a sinkhole would be in the sink where you wash your hands. No, it's, it went down the pee hole. It was gone. Just, Holy moly. I was just well, Now, I should let everybody know, I, I do silicone rings because I cannot keep track of wedding rings. So I've been through like... Uh, I actually lost my wedding ring in my car while I was driving down the road one day. Um, and it, it, I was like twirling it between my fingers um, and it just fell and I never, ever found it. I don't know if it went out the window 
when I lost it that time. But wherever it went in the car, it just went into an abyss that was never to be found again. And then we wrecked the car and we never retrieved the ring. So ever since then, that was a few years ago, like 2017. Ever since then, I've been doing silicone rings off of Amazon. Uh, they're nice and cheap. But plus, I lose them constantly, including like when I'm using the bathroom, um, just minding my own business. And my ring slides off and goes into the urine hole where I'm sitting there urinating. And, and so it's it's gone. So now that that's what happened today, uh, Doug. That's what happened today. You sit at a urinal? No, why would I sit at a urinal? Well, was, you said I, you sitting, sit when you're sitting there. Uh, well, standing there. Standing there, minding my own business as people would. Uh, I, I, I pee normally at the, uh, at the urinal. And it just... Somehow it it, went, it just slid down my finger and into the urinal. I can't explain it very well. So I'm not doing a good job, but I was like, I, part of me, I was like, oh man, maybe I should retrieve it. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to retrieve that. It's gone forever. And I flushed it down the toilet. The urinal. So you could still see the silicone ring. Yeah, I could still see it. It was underneath, oh. all, I was underneath all my urinals. <laughs> underneath, <laughs> underneath my urine. Okay, so you made a conscious decision not to retrieve the ring. You see, you could see it. You had eyes on it. It was <laughs> yeah. you could have reached in, grabbed the silicone. No, ring. No. <laughs> no. Well, no, I'm not saying you should have. I'm just saying you could have. Oh, God. <laughs> Theoretically, you could have. Yeah, I could have. What what would I have done? Put my hand down there? Well, no, I don't know. If theoretically, I could have. I mean, I could see it, Doug. But it might as well have been on the other side of the world. There was no oh, way no, you could one hundred percent put you see what you do is you just put your hand. It's like putting <laughs> your hand in a sink of water. No, but it's instead not. of water, the water's piss from uh, your body. It's your pee. It's not <laughs> like a pee from another person. You could have easily stuck your hand in there, retrieved it. You know, there's probably I would assume this was at work. Yeah. I assume that your work has sinks with soap that yeah. you can go to and wash your hands and use soap to cleanse dead hands and then dry them. <laughs> There's no way I was going to do that. It was it was dead. It was gone. It was over with. Well, that's okay. I mean, that's the point of having the silicone rings. How many do you buy them in bulk? Uh, I buy them in three packs. <laughs> do you purchase a new three pack when you get down to that last one of the other three pack? No, not until I lose the third one of the pack. Do I purchase the new? Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I, at one time, I think there was a deal where you could buy three for the price of two. So at one point I had nine, uh, total, but those are all gone as well. Holy shit. Will I know it's bad. I, I'm not good with hand finger jewelry. I just can't keep track of. I, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, it's it's a struggle. Do you obviously? Do you buy rings that actually fit? No, I'm not real good at the fitting of the ring. I keep, oh my! God. I keep I keep changing the size. I haven't quite figured out <laughs> what size. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously it's a process of elimination. So the very first one I bought was too big. It was ten. So then I went down to nine and a half. And then I went to nine, and then I still wasn't there. So then I went to eight, but I didn't feel like eight was there. And so I went up to eight and a half. But I think the next step for me to do is a seven and a half and see if that works out. William, there is not a, ch a ten. Yeah, I started with a, a ten. 
10? I don't even know what that means, Doug. It's just That's, a number. I wear, I wear, and I'm a big guy, I wear a size 12 ring. I don't and know you, what that means. You, what is that, it, millimeters? It's like, a, it's like a, what do you mean you don't know what that means? It's a size. You know what a size is, you idiot? I know. It's like a small. Whoa. Extra Whoa. Come on. You don't know what that means? What do you think it means? I know what sizes are, Doug. Small, medium, and large. But I couldn't tell you what the number 10 means in my ring size. Do you think just by common sense that a 10 is bigger than a 7? Oh, I know it's bigger than a 7. But I don't know. I I didn't have anything to go off if my finger was actually a 10 or not. Did you buy... So the only reason I know, because my first ring experience was like a clash ring, a senior clash ring. Did you get a clash ring in high school? Yes, I did. <laughs> Do you have any recollection of what size that was? You don't? Did no, that not? No, not a clue. No. That wasn't important information. That was in and out. I, I never wore that ring. So, no, that was – I got it from Justin's and uh, – it was on my. Uh, I'm pretty sure I still have that ring, but no, I had no idea. I have no idea what size that was. Do you, when you shop for these silicone wedding rings, and it uh, and it provides you with the sizes that you can buy? Can you tell me? Do you know what the largest size is on that option? No, I don't. I obviously, due to our past recording, I don't have the ability to surf the internet here to to tell you that. Uh, but no, but no, I, I don't have that. Um, okay. All right. No, I, it's a plethora of sizes. So I, I didn't. I felt like I went in the middle, uh, starting with ten. I feel like it was between, between like five and fifteen, and I started with ten. There was a way they. Uh, I think you could take a piece of paper yes. and measure your finger that way. Um, yeah, I did. The, I did the best I could, but I, <laughs> I don't, I well, clearly you've done terribly. Mike, so could you get a guesstimate? First of all, why did you take why do you take your ring off and you're twirling it around in the car? And when you were twirling it around in the car, you didn't visually see it go up, down, left, right. You didn't no, hear it, it was, go clank, clank. And it was it was gone immediately. Like it was gone immediately. I have no idea where it went. Like uh, I was on my way to the gym. Um, I was on Weddington going over the overpass. The gym's on the other side of the overpass, and so it left my sight, and I thought I could just, once I got to the gym 30 seconds later, I would just open up the door, start my search, but I, I did the search, and it was not to be found. Z, I mean, it was just absolutely gone forever. It just seems so unimaginable that, <laughs> and this was a metal ring, right? This was a... yeah. This, yeah, this this is my actual wedding ring. Yes, actual wedding ring, metal ring, should make some sort of audible sound when it hits a hard surface within your automobile. Was your music just absolutely blaring? Well, I'm always playing music, so I mean, how loud it was, I don't know, but I'm always playing music in the car for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's good stuff. How many rings do you think you've gone through? Uh, twenty maybe. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I think twenty is a good guess. Shit. What are we at? Uh, 12, 13, 14 years. We're about to be at twelve years. Yeah, getting close. Twelve years. You're doing damn near two rings a year. Yeah, 
I did that first ring for a while, though, Doug. It's pretty good. I did it for a while. That makes it even worse. That means you probably did – well, yeah. So you uh, – what, you probably did a good three, four, five years on that ring. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So that means you've, you're actually losing a lot more than two a year. Yeah. It sounds to me like, I mean, if I was your wife, it would just seem to me like you just don't give a shit about the symbol of our holy matrimony. It's real disrespectful. (laughs) Just just real disrespectful (laughs) that I can't keep a a wedding ring on my finger. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how many rings has your, uh, has your lovely wife lost? Uh, I don't think she's lost her ring ever. Huh. I'm pretty sure she's still on one. Interesting. Well, anybody out there that is married, I would sure love if you could let us know how many rings you have lost and gone through. I don't know of any of my friends that are married that have gone through approximately 20 wedding rings in Keep 12 in mind, years. So, yeah, silicone rings are not expensive. I think that plays a part in how many I lose. I mean, it's a it's a pretty affordable uh ring to buy which is i you know because i know i'm going to lose it to me it's a it's a good purchase and i will continue to purchase them i need to buy a new three pack i think at this point because i think that was the end of my three pack so i i mean i think they're like 15 to 20 bucks a three pack so it's not like i'm losing a ton of money the wedding ring the first wedding ring was really the that was that was a lot of money that i I lost yeah yeah well, yeah, I don't. I'm not really even looking at it from the financial standpoint because I didn't. I didn't think the silicone rings were setting you back too much. Um, but I really think you probably should start. Uh, you should implement a rule that when you, when you get down to that last string and you know there's no backups, go ahead and get that new order put in. Yeah. So that you can, because you don't want to. You you want to try your best to have, always have one on deck, mm-hmm. so that the wife doesn't notice. You, does is she observant? Oh, for sure. Do you yeah, tell her, or does she? Do you tell her, or does she notice? Or um, I try. I try not to tell her, but she usually is the one that finds my rings uh, throughout the house. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I, I, I There's no point in me hiding it. She's going to be the one that finds said rings, except when I when it goes down the urinal. But uh, yeah. She, She's finding that in cars, both of our cars, baskets, uh, and anytime she cleans underneath furniture, in the bed, um, in the bathroom, she she's pretty good at finding my rings for me. Do you buy different colored rings? Yeah, I, I buy uh, black, I buy gray, and I buy, uh, I think there's, uh, I think I've had a, uh, I think I've had a couple of red, but mainly black and gray. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you might as well just get all the colors of the rainbow and just color coordinate and just go ham with it. Just have a good time. I mean, my stars. You should probably wear one around a necklace so you could have one immediately following the departure of of whatever one that you're – or maybe keep one on a key ring on your keychain. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can't keep up with a keychain or a necklace, Doug. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's, that's not happening. What do you mean you can't keep up with a keychain? I lose my keys constantly. I constantly lose my keys. I cannot keep up with that. That's not happening. My my keychain has dwindled down to just a key now, Doug. That's all it's all it is. It's just a key. A key. Yeah, I don't I don't even know where my house keys are. I don't have house keys. They're gone. 
All I have is a key to my car, and that is it. How do you maintain – if you can't maintain a key chain with multiple keys yeah. and, and possibly some sort of uh, – I don't know. Like, I've had the exact same can opener, bottle opener on my keychains for 20-plus yeah. years. Yeah, I don't have that. No. <laughs> no. So you – one key. I don't know, but it, it seems to have worked. I mean, I lose it a lot, but uh, we always find it. So um, it's, it's working out. I'm supposed to put, so the first thing I'm supposed to do when I get inside the house is put my key and my wallet in a drawer. Um, sometimes, a lot of times it does work out that way. Sometimes, though, I get pretty scattered. I'm just, I'm scattered, I'm scattered in the head, Doug. I'm scattered. In the head. My God. That's incredible. Do you lose your cell phone? Oh, constantly. But you know what's good about the cell phone is now on my eye, my iWatch, you can actually ping your cell phone. Oh, well, isn't that fancy? Yeah, it'll make a noise. Should we try it right now? Let's, I'm afraid if I try it, it's going to uh, kick off. No, the your phone's not lost. You're using it right now. I just wanted to see if you could hear it. If I could hear your your cell phone go ping? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we could give it a shot. Okay, let's give it a shot. If it if it stops recording, we'll just get back on. I don't know if it's going to or not, but here we go. Waiting for a ping. William is now trying to ping his cell phone. Ladies and gentlemen, we are waiting for an opportunity to hear a ping from William's cellular device. The fact that I am talking and there's nothing on the other end tells me that William has fucked things up and has turned off his cell phone. All right. You know, one of one of the flaws with the Anchor app, Doug, is that if you do anything on your phone, Anchor cannot handle that. So I guess I, I kind of predicted that was going to happen, but yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. as I had to restart the podcast and re re get you back on that, that that's what happened. I knew right away as after about I don't know a few seconds of silence, and I started doing a little play by play, and there was no no response from you that you had been lost. I certainly hope that uh, that recorded on my end, and all of a sudden mine just shut down. So yeah. good job, good job on trying to ping. Whose idea was that anyway? That was stupid. <laughs> It was mine. It wasn't smart. I apologize. Hey, Doug, we, we went to 20 minutes on that. That's pretty impressive. I would say we're ba- it, we're basically – it's like riding a bike for us. We just start a stupid subject, and we go 20 minutes deep. I don't know if that needed to go 20 minutes deep, but we did it anyway. Another thing I wanted to bring up, Doug, is that uh, I started my job recently, and I was in, uh, I had my first – one of my trucks had its first police chase, made the uh, Yahoo News. And you can find the dash cam footage of the police chase uh, on online. Oh, that's now that's now we're cooking with Crisco. Yeah. What do we What do we search? Um. Well, you, I think you can search Ohio um, truck uh, police chase. I think that could do it. Um. Uh, one of my trucks, one of our loads. Uh, picked up, I think, in Pennsylvania or Maryland. He picked up in Maryland, was doing a cross-country trip to Nevada, um, but and immediately had issues in Pennsylvania. Um, 
He was driving recklessly. People who were driving on the interstate called the police. A Pennsylvania police officer uh, tried to stop him. He did not stop. He actually went across the border. The Pennsylvania police stopped at the border. Ohio police took over the chase at that point. Um, and they they tried to chase him for quite a while. They got up beside him. You can't see this in the dash cam footage, but the, in, in the police report, it says they got up beside him. And he was also, he was recording them with a cell phone while driving recklessly. They ended up putting spikes out uh, to slow him down, and he wrecked the truck. Wow, that's good yeah. stuff right there. Yeah. So now he, he's he's in jail in a $100,000 bond um, for a felony. He's in, he's in major, major do, dookie, major trouble. Um, and then I'll spare you the details of the headache that it's been for the job front ever since then of trying to recover the load. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there on Yahoo. Um, I, I recall hearing, uh, I was talking to the carrier because they had, they, they, they let me know that uh, they had a small issue. And when I asked what the issue was, they said they could not locate their driver which seems like a major issue to me. Uh, I'm I'm not that I'm not far enough into the job to understand that that's actually a major issue uh, when you can't find your driver. But then that night when I came home, it, I mean, obviously your cell phone's always listening to you. Um, one of the uh, main Yahoo stories was was a police chase in Ohio, and I knew immediately that that was my trucker. I knew it, and sure enough, it it, it was. It's been a week long story at the job front trying to get this situated. Wow. That's, that's good. That's the way you do a job right there. That's, that's good work stories. Uh, Do we know what his deal was? Was he on the drugs? I haven't heard anything about drugs. Uh, He didn't have any other charges with them. Um, No, no drugs were involved in the, in the charge. So if you look at his mugshots, uh, he seems like a troubled fella. He looks like a troubled fella. Um, but but as far as anything else, what led to that, uh, the reason for that, we we don't have any background or any knowledge as to why he did that. Do you have a guesstimate on his age? Uh, I think early 30s. All right. Early 30-year-old gentleman driving a truck cross-country. Uh, decided he was going to, he, wow, took drive, was driving recklessly across state lines mm-hmm. to state pursuit before they finally got him. I love, my favorite part of that story so far is that he was recording them. Yes, yes. That was, my, that was also my favorite part in, in, the, in the police report or in this news story is that the police officer noted uh, when he got up beside him. <laughs> he had his cell phone in the window recording. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, I hope there's a, a recording out there somewhere that we'll be able to get our hands on at some point so we can exactly know what he was recording because I can't imagine uh, it being of any substance. But maybe he was saying some pretty cool stuff uh, that would be entertaining to watch. I have no idea what the purpose would be of him recording. So it's got to be, I hope, that's what I was thinking too, is he's got it. Hopefully he was live. He was like Facebook live streaming and doing some sort of live stream. Um, so that would be out there. I, I think we could probably locate that. We just got to get the guy's name. Um, but that would be, I imagine, I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're driving recklessly, you go across the state line from Pennsylvania to Ohio, uh, cops pull up beside you and you've got your camera fixated on them. I just imagine he's definitely talking in my mind, he's like, Woo-hoo! 
motherfuckers, you'll never go. You're gonna have to kill. You know, like just some sort of crazed lunatic type shit going on. I think that's fantastic, man. That's exciting news. I hope we can come across. When we end this, obviously, I'm going to the Google Ohio truck police chase. Hopefully, I don't have to. Hopefully, my phone, like you said, it's listening. And whenever I get done and finish things, that it'll just pull the video up for me automatically. Yeah, I'll send the link of the story to you. Then I think I can find the uh, the actual <laughs> dash cam footage. Um, and I will state that uh, getting a truck out of a record, Doug, do you have a guesstimate as to how much it costs uh, to get a truck out of a record? Um, well, I'm not sure I understand what that what that question means. Get a truck out of a wrecker. Well, what's the place called where the uh, wrecker picks up a vehicle and takes it? Like an impound? Is that what it's called? Okay, yeah. Get, so how much does it cost to get a uh, – and we're talking like an 18-wheeler? Yeah, the the trailer. Just the, the trailer. trailer. Okay, so how much to get the trailer out of an impound yard? Mm-hmm. Uh, 10000 It's a good guess, Doug. Thirty-seven thousand dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> and Holy the, uh, shit! Yeah, crazy. It costs it? like if you get your car towed, it's like I don't know, less than a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, ridiculous. And unfortunately, the carrier has six thousand dollars to their name. So it's it's. Oh, been, uh, shut the fuck up! The yeah. carrier. Yeah, the so carrier, they, which is a is this is this a is this a one man operation? Was the takes, driver the no, owner the, of the carrier company? The drive the driver is not the owner operator, but it's a small small time carrier operator. Um, so so they, obviously they, they went to the bank to get a loan, and obviously they were denied. So who paid for it? You guys did. Yes. Yes. So you guys have the uh, the trailer and. I am the carrier is in. It's my rig that comes in, hooks the trailer up, and takes it to its destination. Mm-hmm. So you guys don't have drivers. You just have the loads? Yeah, that's correct. That's that's interesting. That's $30,000 to get that out. That's incredible. Uh, wow. Only at $6,000. And no wonder they have things they say. It's a... <laughs> Six thousand dollars to their to their name as a company. Uh, that's why they say things like, uh, "Hey, we've run into a little problem." <laughs> right. We don't want to alarm you guys. First of all, let me just say that we're on top of it. <laughs> we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna get things figured out. We're gonna get your load to Nevada. Shouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. And then you guys is this is this at your level? Are you the person that's probing to say? Oh, okay. Well, thanks for letting us know. You guys ran into an, into a snag, a little snafu. What's uh, what's going on? What's your little issue? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty simple. It's it's through phone calls and emails, and this really just started through email of, of just getting an update on you know if the loads on track for delivery. Where's the driver location? If they don't if they don't answer the phone, then we just send it an email. So it's 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 supposed to be a really brief, easy conversation, and it's just balloon since then a new detail or a new challenge and a new issue keeps coming up basically every single hour with this story um and we we can 
we could do a whole show on it. I don't know if I'm allowed to. <laughs> we may have already talked too much. I try not to get into too much specifics, but it's just it's been a wild story uh, for my first month in, in the job to have this happen um, under what began as my watch. But I I have passed it on to other more experienced uh, people who's been at the job much longer to to go through the steps. Man, that's good. That's you know what? That's the shit that keeps you coming back for more. That's what keeps a job interesting. That's what makes you not hate your job, unless it's just such a headache to, to, to get the load back and go through all that. But that's just good stuff. Wow, it's nuts. Well, you're killing it tonight. You've got thirty minute, thirty plus minutes of of topics. Yeah, I'll go ahead and pass it over to you, Doug. Oh, yeah. You're you don't you don't have anything else. Uh, I got a haircut tonight, Doug. <laughs> okay. How did that go? <laughs> there's there's nothing exciting to tell uh, you know, about that. I got some Taco Bell before it. Uh, the wife was very upset with me uh, because she doesn't know why I would purposely get diarrhea before going to get a haircut. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's a she's she's right. Yeah. Um, I have, I, at my old age, am no longer able to eat Taco Bell. I used to thoroughly enjoy Taco Bell, but it does not. My, my body now rejects the Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, I refuse to eat Taco Bell. I cannot eat any Taco Bell um, because of that very reason. I can't. It's done. I don't know why. That's the strangest thing. Used to love me some Taco Bell, and then one day I had Taco Bell. And it was bad business the next day. Then I had Taco Bell like a week later. Bad business the next day. I've had to swear off the Taco Bell. How is come- it only? Is it only Taco Bell? I mean, it seems like it should be all kinds of different restaurants. Like, no. I know, obviously, you go to White Donald's quite a bit, uh, but it just seems like all of those fast food and famous chains. Like uh, your my body tends to react the same. If I ever, you know, just cheat like tonight, I did not want to go get a haircut while I was hungry because I just didn't think I'd have the patience. So I was like, I'll get me something at the Taco Bell. I thought it was easy. They ended up having a grilled cheese beef burrito, which was delicious. Um, but uh, I oh, did. from the commercials, the new thing from the commercials. Yeah, I don't even know what the commercials are. Yeah, I just saw it on the menu, and uh, you you got me pretty easily with grilled cheese. So I, w- I went ahead and tried it, and it was it was really yummy. Uh, really good uh, but yeah I'm going to pay for it later but it just seems like so for you Taco Bell's really the only fast food joint that you've had these poor experiences from 100 percent, yeah okay. and let me let me just go ahead and quickly correct you I do go to Whack Donald's a lot mm-hmm. but that's not for me I'm not I don't care for Whack Donald's you, Whack don't, Donald's, eat, you don't eat the Whack Donald's when you go there no I go to, I go to two different places I'll go get food for me first. I've been on a, which is odd, but I've been on a Subway pizza kick. I just, I've had way too many Subway pizzas in the last uh, month. Uh, I love last me. month, man. You've been, you were giving me Subway pizza stories like when we first started this pod. You've been on that for a while. I, but I, I fell off the train for a while. But whenever I was leaving the hospital to come home and, and eat, I didn't. I just didn't want to cook. Nothing said come home and cook. So I'd stop and grab something to eat. And it just, it seemed like it was always the Subway pizza. I love the little four banger they have. Subway makes a sandwich shop. They make a damn good four banger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But no, so I don't eat Whack Donalds. I don't I don't care for Whack Donalds. I like a Whack Donalds breakfast, but I'd rather make my own breakfast. So I don't eat Whack Donalds, but there's nothing else. I can't name a single fast food restaurant that um, that I have an issue with other than Taco Hell. Okay. Um, speaking of speaking, of, uh, well, hold on. I want to go back to your haircut. I do have a question because I feel like I feel like your haircut is probably. I don't know. I feel like you may have issues with haircuts as well. Um, just from the standpoint of, I don't think you really give a shit too much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you go get a haircut, it's probably difficult for you to tell them what you want because you probably don't know how to say what you want Ooh. or what you want. That's a great point, Doug. I used to have that issue. Erica uh, sent me like a template uh, uh, quite a while ago when she decided she no longer wanted to cut my hair. And so I have a copy of my in my phone of, of <laughs> what I need to do, but I, I have memorized it because it is quite simple. It's a it's a two guard on the sides and the back, rounded back, fingertip length on the on the top. So I, I have memorized it at this point. Oh, that well, good, good for yeah. Eric. Way to save the day on that. Before yeah. that, you were probably like, uh, I just want a really short. Yeah, just it makes a struggle. And boy, when they hit me with the question of do you want it rounded or squared? Oh man, that used to that used to throw me through a loop. <laughs> it's like I have, have no idea. But uh yeah, thankfully the wife has helped me out there. Good, good. That's good stuff. Especially um, when they uh, also when they ask me what what uh, they want me to or what I should do with my cowlick, I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know. Good lord. What do you mean what you want to do with it? Cowlick only, you don't have, listen, I've got a cowlick at the front of my head. Whenever you shave my hair really tight or when you cut it really short, you can see mm-hmm. that the cowlick grows, the hair grows in a completely separate direction from the rest yeah. of your hair, hence causing the cowlick. I've never had a single barber or stylist ever ask me, what do I want to do with my cowlick? Really? You have, what she, do you asked, she, even, she even asked me that tonight. I feel like it, they always ask me that. He's like, how do you usually do your calic? And I, I, I try to go against my calic and like go the opposite way of what my calic wants to do. And she was like, no, you don't want to do that. Your calic looks fine doing it this way. And I was like, fine. And then we had a stupid conversation about how my calic and me haven't been good friends throughout our lives. But maybe it's time for us to bond together and maybe just do what he wants to do for a little while. And so we went through that. Um, but she can she convinced me that I don't need to go against the grain of the cowlick anymore. Just 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 let the hair go the way the hair wants to go with the cowlick. Don't fight the cowlick, Will. Yeah. Befriend the cowlick. Befriend it. That's correct. Uh so with that being said, yes, I, they do say how do you how do you comb your hair? Mm-hmm. But I've never heard anybody say you said they ask what do you want to do with your cowlick? Well, so it, it, so it wasn't it so it was it, it was centered around the cowlick. It wasn't centered around my hair though. It was centered around the cowlick. Sure, sure, sure. Fortunate for me, I've had the same young lady cutting my hair for the last ten years, so I don't have to deal with that. So that's hey, had, does she ever ask if if she if you want your eyebrows trimmed? No, <laughs> not at all. I don't really have any eyebrows. Okay. I'm I'm pretty my eyebrow game is weak. I can't spare any eyebrows. Have you uh, taken her up on the eyebrow uh, shaping? Uh, I feel like today was the first time it was ever asked of me and I was like, hell yeah, let's do that. 
Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was very excited. I, I mean, of course, it makes me think that my eyebrows were out of control, but I, I was I was down for it. She, she hooked it up. She, she trimmed my eyebrows. All right. Well, that's there exciting. We there we go. You're going to go for an eyebrow trim. I imagine maybe you don't need to get an eyebrow trim every time. Well, I don't know. I don't this know. That's the first time ever. First time ever. Oh, that's exciting. That is yeah, exciting. Pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Well, I'm trying to find a segue into something that I've got to talk about. There's really nothing, no segue. I do, listen, here's my, an, an interesting, I had some other things in my notes to talk about, but as I was um, waiting this evening, I, I was looking at Instagram, and Instagram has the Instagram advertisements that come up in between stories. Um, a clothing line. I, there was an advertisement for a clothing line called Big Boy Season 365 Clothing. Huh. It's the name of the clothing line. Like uh, Levi, you got, you got a yes. Big Boy Season 365 Clothing. It's a... It's, <laughs> uh, here's some of the shirts or hoodies. It's geared towards the big man. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Um, e- shirt examples a hoodie that says life size teddy bear <laughs> a shirt that says big boy season S-Z-N yeah. a shirt that has B-I-G on the left so uh-huh. B and then below that I and below that G in big bold print and then to the right of the B it says bearded the I stands for intelligent, and for the G stands for gentleman. So big, uh, bearded, intelligent gentleman. There was another shirt that this was maybe my favorite. Um, you know what the nutritional facts look like on um, the back of your, your whatever. Yeah. Uh, this was big boy nutrition facts. The serving size was one king. Um, and the underneath that, the amount per servings, uh, the first thing that we had in those uh, in that list was the appetite. So big boy nutrition facts, serving size one king, amounts per serving, um, appetite 1,000 percent, swag 100 percent, sense of humor 100 percent. Strength, 100%. Loyal, 100%. And then confident said, of course. <laughs> Below that, it said warning. All big of this boy. on a t-shirt, just to make sure. All, all of, this. of this is on a t-shirt. Now, remember, okay. it's for a big man, so you yeah. can fit all that on a shirt. Okay. And then underneath that, it said warning. Big boys, in all caps, are highly... Addictive. Another hoodie that says, I'm everything you dreamt of, dot, 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 with a belly. (laughs) There was another one that said, don't let the belly fool you. Another one that simply said king size. Then there was one that said queen size. So there was one for the ladies as well. Um, because uh, there was one that said, this girl loves big boys with beards. And then 
in there were two hands with thumbs pointing towards the wearer of said shirt. Mm -hmm. There was a hoodie that said, Fat Boy Fall. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that was a seasonal reference, not uh, a big guy taking a terrible spill. And then uh, there was one that just simply said, Fat Boy. And then the last one was always, and then it had HU on the left, and then to the to the top, uh, uh, to the right of H was hungry, and then oh no no HU and HU was the was the beginning spelling of two words, and on top was hungry, and below it was humble. Always hungry, humble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got here's my issue. It's fine. Uh-huh. You have a clothing line that's geared towards the big man. I don't have a problem with that. Big guys, you know, whatever. Uh, but my issue with this <laughs> is that wait, wait. Sell... Is, is, is that the motto? Big guys, whatever, yeah. No, that's just my motto. That's okay. me. That's my that was my 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 feeling. I don't have a problem with any of those. Um, but my issue that I have with this big boy season 365 clothing is that. Every one of these shirts comes in a small. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. If I saw somebody that was able to wear a small, medium, or large wearing a shirt that said fat boy, I'm not a violent man, but that could make me violent as an actual fat boy. If I saw a fucking person <laughs> able to wear a size small shirt wearing a shirt that said fucking uh, uh, big boy nutrition facts, <laughs> I would think maybe those were fighting words. Yeah. If I saw a fucking kid wearing a small shirt or an adult male wearing a small shirt that said don't let the belly fool you, I would want to fight him. I don't think, I think it's bullshit that they sell fat man shirts in a small, medium, large, and quite frankly, an extra large. I think they should start, the clothing line should start at 2XL and go from there. I think that's a great point. That was a great lead up to the fact that the issue that you have is that it, they sell it in small. I, I yes. think that makes perfect, perfect sense, Doug. Yeah. I, do, I cannot argue uh, against that at, at all. That's I think that's ridiculous. So they don't cater towards the big man they want to cater towards everybody, but you can't cater towards everybody if you're if all your product is about the, the fat guy. I just I agree completely. I just don't think you can you I think that's it's kind of uh I feel like it's kind of um if I knew how to speak and use words any in my <laughs> old age, if, if vocabulary actually came to me like it used to when I was younger, I'd be able to articulate well this I, I'm with you. So if 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 it's somebody who's wearing a 2X, 3X, 4X, you know, they're just, they're being proud of themselves. But if, if it's somebody who's small, medium, and large, they're making fun of people. It, it goes they're making from, fun. Yeah, they're clearly goes, making fun. It goes from having pride in yourself to basically being bullied, shamed, and made fun of <laughs> just by the sizes of the shirts. Yes. Uh, yeah, if I rolled up on a on a on a with a friend, I was going to pick up a friend to go somewhere, and he got in the car wearing a fucking, and he was a of average size that could wear a sort small, medium, large, uh, and he got in the car wearing a fucking I'm everything you dreamt of 
with a belly, <laughs> I would he would not the car would not move forward. I would not. I would I would be like a, a, at a at a at a club or something where they're like, no, that shirt's offensive. You need to turn it wrong side out. They're like, if this car is going to continue to move, you either flip that fucking shirt around or you get the fuck out and change. You offensive piece of shit. Fat boy fall. That's the one I need. I need to wear that one in the winter. Yeah. And it should have like a slippery wind wet sign underneath it. Or it should have a... Or Actually, I need to have one in the winter that says Fat Man Down. <laughs> and then below that, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> That's my fear every winter, just taking a terrible spill. I'm going to fucking slip, slide away. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gross. That's unfortunate. Good memories, and good memories. Well, that's uh, that's all I have. That's it. <laughs> hey, uh, Doug, I wanted yeah. to brag. Uh, I went Ooh. to Kansas City last weekend. Um, I this heard was, that. This was that. yeah. This was like Erica's first trip out of town without the baby. Yeah, uh, since it's born, and really, it's a. We, we went to Tulsa for a weekend uh, back in May, um, so I guess that counts. Um, but th- this is really her first big trip in Kansas City is now uh, identified as a big trip. Her first big trip since like 2019. I mean, it's been a long, she's been a long time uh, sitting in the house. So you know, I was very excited. We didn't do anything, really. We went to Ikea, which is what we always do in Kansas City. We went to some eateries, some gluten-free eateries. Uh, but other than that, we just hung out in the hotel room. Great time. Really enjoyed it. That's uh, the, so. That was the brag. Yeah, that was the brag. Went to Kansas City. Well, I, it was for Eric. It was for the wife. She went to Kansas City. That was that was a brag. Uh, unfortunately, Doug, uh, I wanted. Uh, I tried to get Erica to go see. There was a concert at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. Keith Sweat, Bobby Brown, nice. Belle Bib DeVoe, Silk, oh. and oh, damn it, who's the last? Oh, uh, Cisco, Drew Hill. Oh, wouldn't that have been awesome? That would have been phenomenal. I wanted to go to that. That would have been to see Silk, Drew Hill. I love me some Silk. Yeah. Freaking you, some Drew yeah. Hill. In my, oh, I was going to sing it, but I can't think of it. In my bed, Drew Hill. Oh, man, that's my, that's my jam. All yeah. of those groups are my jam. I really wanted to see some Bobby Brown. And Bobby Brown's looking good. He does, he's got rid of he's put on a little weight, but he, I'm, if I would have win, I could have got him a I could have brought him a fat boy shirt if I would have known he was gonna be there. Um but what I like about Bobby Brown is he's got rid of that crack lip he used to have. He used to have he his lip used to curl up in the corner from all the years of doing uh really terrible drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think I was worried that that was never going to go away, that he's always going to have the crack lip. Um, but I've noticed that the crack lip's gone away. And I think that's just a huge win for Bobby Brown. Um, really proud of him to get rid of that crack lip. Man, that's too bad. I'm sorry you weren't able to. Now, that would have been a brag. That's, yeah, that would, yeah. you start something off with, I want to brag, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be something like, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I went to go see Drew Hill, Cisco, Keith Sweat, Bobby yeah. Brown, Silk. 
No, you just said, I got my wife out of the house, which is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. I just don't know that I would have started that conversation. <laughs> but I have a brag. I would have been, you're not going to believe what I did this weekend. Yeah. I would have been able to get my wife out of town for the weekend mm-hmm. for the first time since 2019. Yeah. But you just said, I got a brag. Oh, no shit. What's the brag? Motherfucker, I went to Ikea, bitch. Tell you, it's been a long two years, man. <laughs> a long two years. Motherfucker, we at Ikea and gluten-free food. What? What'd you do? Uh, uh, I'm excited. I, I, I did have an $8.50 mimosa. That's oh, just so fucking troubling. I don't understand why they got to have outrageous prices for alcohol. Um, quickly, speaking of alcohol, uh, I had a cut water white russian i sent you a snapshot of it yeah i saw that sent the wife she seems to be excited i'm supposed to remind her in march that she needs to go out and get a a gluten-free cut water white russian no they have they have all kinds of different flavors right they do they've they've got my time um uh, they Moscow, Moscow meals, meals. I believe, okay. and they're all gluten free, and they're all like fourteen percent. So, and they're good. It's good. Highly recommend it. You like the white yeah. Russian? Yeah, it was good. It was very good. I was not. I was not. I was not unhappy with the Cutwater White Russian. No, no ad. This is. We are not sponsored by Cutwater. How do you think that works? How do you? How do you can a white Russian? Well, it's it's uh, two plus shots of cut water vodka, and then it's a coffee cream liqueur kind of. It's not. Well, what do you mean? How do you can it? You fucking the cans open at the top. You pour the beverage inside of it with a machine, and then a machine seals it with the lid. How would that? Why do you? Or do you think that it's odd that they're able to can, let's My say, yeah. <laughs> Coke? <laughs> No, because Coke's just by itself. Coke is Coke, but this uh-huh. is like this is like this is a mix. It's a it's a mix. It's an alcohol mix. It has uh, Kahlua. It has vodka. It has what else is in a white Russian? There's am I missing one thing? Well, it? if you're making an actual white Russian at a bar, you're going to use half and half or milk. Mm-hmm. You're going to use Kahlua and use vodka. It's three ingredients mm-hmm. to a white Russian. And you so think it's you normal? Do, that's... If you make those ingredients. But this canning, this canning of these drinks, this is a brand new phenomenon, right? Like five years ago, we wouldn't have been able to get a white Russian in a can, right? No, no. But now Jack Daniels has been bottling and canning their mix, like uh, the Lynchburg Lemonade and the Jack Daniels Fruit Punch. I don't know what it's called. Jack Daniels has been making mixed drinks for forever for a month of Sundays. I don't know if I've oh I, I'll take that back. Uh Rocklahoma, I can't remember who the company was, but Rocklahoma had those Moscow mules in a can and I definitely had or they had some type of fruit punch, maybe it wasn't Moscow mule. Um but but until that I don't think I've ever had a mixed drink in a can before in my life. Well I highly recommend that you you get on it. Well, no, I don't. I mean, you can, you're quite capable of making your own mixed drink at home. A mixed drink in a can is a very convenient thing if you're out and about and you don't want to, and you're getting an alcoholic beverage to go somewhere, you don't want to spend money on, on, and don't want to pick up a bottle of liquor and then get the mixers and all that shit. And you just want to get it ready to go, pound a couple of them and get 
out of there, I highly recommend you pick up some canned mixed beverages. I've never are had these. One are these drinks available in bars? Uh, I don't know that I've seen them in bars. That would um, be foolish. How much? How much is a can? Uh, the can that I purchased, I think, was two sixty nine wow. for a twelve uh, ounce can. When you say foolish, is it because they're fourteen percent, or because why? Why is it foolish? I just because I feel like they're making they make more money uh, by selling a mixturing. So if there was a can of that in a bar, they'd probably charge three to three fifty for the can. And there's and you're buying a drink for four four fifty five. That's interesting. I'll, I'll try one out. I'm going to try one out. I'm going to do it. Good. Good. I do quickly want to get back to your trip to Kansas City. Um, I was Snapchatting. Well, you, with the- you kind of shit on that, and I, I I, ended up agreeing with you that I really didn't have anything to brag about regarding that story, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I listen, I didn't go into that one to shit on it, but when you start off with saying I got to brag. Right. I, I should have said I got to brag. It's okay. I'm happy for you. It was an exciting moment for you, and I was excited whenever I found out you were in Kansas City, and she said, without the child. I was like, holy shit. Way to go. Wow. I didn't see that coming. That came out of left field. Um, She did snap me at one point in time, because we like to Snapchat our our food, uh, delightful food (laughs) snaps to each other, and the missus sent me a Snapchat of... uh, the, on Sunday morning, sitting in the car eating what appeared to be a delicious-looking omelet with a side of uh, potatoes, uh, and then Snapchatted you standing outside of the car um, eating some sort of food, um, which uh, she had said to me at some. Uh, she had written on it uh, for some reason. Will Will's eating outside of the car. <laughs> And so, in my mind, I'm starting to think, well, what? and I said, well, it's probably because he's wanting to stretch his legs and move around before he gets in the car and goes on a long road trip home. Um, that's what seemed logical to me. You're about to drive. How What is that? Seven, eight, six, seven, eight hours? Nine hours? How far is it drive? 14 hours? <laughs> three hours. A little, a little over three hours. It's only three hours from from where you live to Kansas City? Yeah, three and a half. We'll say three and a half. God, I don't know why I feel like it's like <laughs> eight hours, seven hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the three-hour drive, well, never mind. That's not as, like, near as bad. But you were correct. I didn't – it's hard. I'm, we, we went to an empty parking lot to eat, um, and I didn't want to just sit there with a steering wheel right in front. I needed some space. So I got out of the car, opened up the door, used my seat as my plate, and that way I could kind of move around while I ate. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I did that. That's what I was questioning because yeah. she said, "She said no, no, he's not. He's not outside of the car because he wants to stretch his legs. It's because there wasn't mm-hmm. enough room." Mm-hmm. And and I thought, well, that's odd. I'm pretty sure the seats in his car go back no. so that he can. Move the seat back and create the available room that is necessary or that he felt he needed. But no, you got out of the car because there was no room. Yeah. I just not. And so instead, you you put the food in the seat of your car and used it as a table. So that means you stood outside of your car, yeah. hunched over, leaned over, 
causing what you could cause yourself some back issues by doing that. No, I ate straight up. I would only lead over to get the food from the table. So you would you would take a bite hunched over, stand up, chew and swallow. I would take a bite standing up straight. The only reason I leaned over was to grab my food. Was the food too heavy to hold in one hand and eat out of the other hand? It was in a big box. <laughs> Did you possibly drop your wedding ring in the parking lot while you were? <laughs> no, that was, the wedding ring made it through the weekend. That's that's the problem with those those silicone rings. If you're in a parking lot and that falls, you're not going to know till you get home and your wife goes, "Where's your wedding ring?" <laughs> You can't hear a fucking silicone ring ricocheting off of cement. No, no. It's, it, once it's down, it's down. <laughs> okay. Listen, we've already gone. We've already gone. We've gone damn near an hour, haven't we? Uh, we've gone over the hour for sure. Over the hour. Well, I've got, we've got, I've got <laughs> luling eagles. Let's real quick. I'm going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up tonight, and then tomorrow we're going to get on and do dead or alive with Mike. I'll probably just edit that out. Who knows? Um, and we'll finish <laughs> it up with dead or alive tomorrow night. That doesn't matter to the public. I don't know why I said that. Luling Eagles. I want to do a quick shout out to my Luling, the Fighting Eagles of Luling, Texas. My high school, my alma mater. I was a Luling Eagle athlete, football player, tennis player, golf player. Golfer was a, an all. I was a three sport athlete and luling. And my Fighting Eagles, uh, I believe we covered it in the beginning of the season. I told you that they won their yeah, first game won. in 39 games. Mm-hmm. Not only did they win their first game in 29 games, William, the Fighting Eagles of Luling, Texas, Class 3A Division One, made it to the playoffs. Wow. Now, here's probably the most amazing thing about that. Their regular schedule, season schedule, statistics, stats, their record, that's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Their record was two and eight. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Russellville once made the playoffs with a one and nine record. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's... that's absolutely fucking wild. They yeah. lost their first game of the season, won their second game, lost the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth game of the season, won their final game. Uh, at a nail biter, twenty eight twenty one, and then made it to the playoffs and lost ten to forty two, forty two to ten. Yeah, that's silly. That's that's way too many playoff teams. You do not District need to be in the playoffs. One and three. That's How silly. the fuck? I don't. It just doesn't make sense. If there's only what one, two, three, four, there's only five teams in the district. Mm-hmm. Why do four of them have to go to the playoffs? I don't know. It should probably be two. They were one and three. District record of one and three. Overall record two of eight, and they went to the playoffs. That's that's comical. That is yeah. absolutely comical. I was befuddled. I I saw that online, so I was able to watch some of the games 
uh, online. Thankfully, uh, a classmate of mine from the year uh, 1994, classmate, no, I'm 93, class of 92, guy uh, earlier than me, a year ahead of me, he's uh, he does the, he's the announcer, Eric Lugo, just in case he listens, shout out to my boy Eric. He is started doing um, announcing for the for the high school team online, and they got video of it. This is pointless. I don't know what I'm talking about. This they two and eight. It was ridiculous. It was pathetic. But they made the playoffs a great year for the Fighting Eagles, grueling with a losing pathetic record. Yeah, congrats, congrats to them for making it to the playoffs. Thanks. Well, let's wrap this up and. Uh, We'll pick it up tomorrow and do some uh, Dead or Alive. Sounds great. I look forward to it. Peace. Later. Unfortunately, William is not feeling well tonight. We recorded this podcast last night on the 23rd of November. We were going to follow it up on the 24th and play some Dead or Alive words with friends or Dead or Alive words with dummies or whatever the hell that game show's called. I don't even know. It's been so long since we've done it. Unfortunately, Michael wasn't available last night. The host of the game show wasn't available last night to play. Tonight, William's not feeling well, so we're not going to play it at all. We're just going to publish the podcast as is. Uh, I do want to say happy anniversary to us. It was one year ago today that we recorded our second podcast. We recorded our first podcast. (laughs) Happy, Happy second podcast anniversary. So it's been one year since we recorded our second podcast. I believe our first one was recorded on November 10th of last year. The second one was November 24th. So we have been doing this for a year. Unfortunately, it has not been consistent. As I, as we mentioned on the earlier, in the in, in the beginning of the podcast, consistency has not been our uh, has not been our friend. So we're working on it. We're aware of the issue. Now all we have to do is fix it. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient with us. Sorry for the delay in between podcasts, but life happens. It is what it is. We're back, and hopefully we'll be back with more consistency. So happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary to all of you that have been listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. And we will be back next week, hopefully. (laughs) Peace. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.